0: Hey everyone, it's Carrie coming at you from the Editing Lab, um, putting in a quick message at the top of the episode. Um, wanted to let you know that I was having some technical difficulties during recording and my volume is all over the place. I'm a naturally loud person and I feel like I was screaming into my microphone most of the time. So at points I sound muffled and at points I'm louder than everybody else. So just a fair warning, um, if you hear my beautiful lovely voice you might want to adjust the volume on your headphones or in your car but uh, thanks for stopping by and listening and enjoy the show
1: hello everybody and welcome again to the comics deserve better podcast where we talk everything we can about the wonders of independent comics and everything that makes them comics everything that makes them independent we'll get into the nitty-gritty here on this episode and every episode so stay tuned and with me as always <laughs> is very with me as always Darcy and Carrie how are you all doing today
0: Fine, but I feel like you started it and wrapped it up in fucking like three seconds. Oh,
2: no, no, everyone... no. We're talking. We're talking everything about independent podcasts. Oh, independent okay. independent well, comics. We're gonna be here for years. Speaking... We're never gonna oh. stop. This is gonna be the oh, longest podcast in history.
1: Did, did you know that this is the 30th anniversary of um, Image Comics starting um, today? Which yeah, uh, or this week is. is oh, is, I was is, like yeah <laughs> surely i
2: would have seen a tweet about that but i haven't this
1: very second it is now <laughs> the 30th anniversary, jim lee looked over to to um Liefeld and said let's do it no um they yeah this is the 30th anniversary and he, whether or not you know a big fan of image comics then or now uh independent comics would not be the way they are today if it wasn't for image what happened 30 years ago so it's kind of an interesting thing we would not be here talking about indie comics probably so, all right, well, let's go into our regular show. I just thought that was interesting. Um, it was. Okay, so we'll, we'll start with the uh, DIY corner, which yeah. um, I added today. It's not, usually we'll, we'll talk about, you know, a comic that's, that's getting crowdfunded or, or someone had put it out on their own site to, you know, basically, you know, DIY stuff, you know, not through a publisher or if the publisher is there, that, that they're also trying to get money through a crowdfunding platform so but this time we're actually talking about a crowdfunding fund platform that just started uh, it is uh topado go which uh you might be you might be uh familiar with the name topado it, uh it is a web comic ex- not exclusive but mostly web comic um store that uh that, that basically takes care of like um of goods and like shirts and toys and plushies and stuff like that for a lot of web comics out there. The guy who started it uh used to be part of this the um Dumbrella group of uh, web comics. A guy named Jeffrey Rowland. He did a comic called Wigu and overcompensating, and he has been starting. He's been doing um like basically retail since 2004 and ever since Kickstarter decided to go blockchain they decided themselves to actually start doing crowdfunding which is also really good too because they've actually had another company called Make That Thing since 2013 which their whole point was to help people get things on Kickstarter and get things funded so they basically absorbed Make That Thing and the uh the retail part of the uh the companies together and now they're doing it all together as one service, so they're not only are they going to help um, get you on the Kickstarter, or I'm sorry, on the crowdfunding platform and get you crowdfunded, but they're also going to host your crowdfunding as well. Yeah, so oh,
0: okay.
1: One-stop one stop shop, and Roland uh, has been doing this for over a decade, so I you know, completely trust this guy. Um, plus their mascot is adorable it's a little yellow potato man with a with a with a red cape and absolutely adorable so you can't can't uh, beat that either so uh keep your eye out Uh, i'll probably um be talking about them in the in the near future once they start getting uh, some more comics going on their uh, crowdfunding site
2: yeah it's uh good like they said it's a you know kickstarter replacement which is what people have been hoping for ever since Kickstarter came out and decided they were going to be awful. Um, so (laughs) I I think good option. I think it's a, uh, like you said, it's, it's a great opportunity for them as a company to kind of grow. It's a great opportunity for uh, creators to have an alternative. It's a great opportunity for readers to have an alternative. So I think it's kind of a win-win-win for everybody.
1: Um, I Yeah, cool. I totally agree. And Iron Circus has even tweeted out. And they're the ones who have been using Kickstarter so much for the last couple of years to get comics out. So even them are excited about this change
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i i sorry Carrie, I, I think i interrupted you there
0: no no it's oh. it, i it's good i i like change I, I was just gonna ask the reason everyone doesn't like kickstarter anymore is because they went to crypto correct
2: mm. Pretty is much. that why on the, okay on the okay. blockchain or on oh, the yeah. blockchain yeah. They, okay. they were flipping to blockchain technology and crypto is going to be involved in it and yeah all that good yep. shit yeah thank you for
1: wanna, don't want to find comments with dogecoin please let's let's just keep it to the <laughs> regular dollars uh or use a uh, topato coin i guess this time but um uh, all right so i guess we'll go ahead and move on to our spotlights uh carrie since you haven't been with us in a while i know I, would you like to go first
0: why thank you brian that's very kind um so hi everyone, I'm back. And uh, woo, uh, let's see. So my spotlight is The Night of the Ghoul, um, issues one through four by Scott Snyder, Francesco Francovia, and Anne World Design. It's a best jacket press slash comiXology, like exclusive thing. So um, I'm still on my spooky bullshit that I like to read. Um, I chose it because I'm a huge fan not of Scott Snyder, but of Francesco Francovia. I love his artwork so, so much. So the fact that he was um, the one doing the artwork, it was really awesome. Um, And essentially it's a story about a making of a cursed movie um, and this man's kind of obsession to get the answer about the cursed movie, or um, he thinks it may be cursed or based on a true story. Uh, and it's one of those um, it's one of those movies that, for all of us horror fans, you know, there's a lot of lore behind it. There's a lot of intrigue and mystery, and this person, this father, just wants to, you know, kind of find the answer. But unfortunately, like what happens is that his family goes to shit because of this because of this obsession that he has, and he ends up putting not only his child but possibly all of humanity and the director of the movie in huge jeopardy and in in harm's way due to him needing these answers and the um the plot's kind of intricate and i don't want to take up a lot of time but i will say that the way that it's written is very smart is um you're quote-unquote watching the movie and then there's obviously dialogue from the movie and it mirrors what's happening in the present day of that comic so as you're as the main characters are going through these motions of what's going on in the real life the movie on opposite pages or on panels is playing out and again these these things mirror each other and it's um it's very good it's not insanely graphic um issue i think it's issue three got a little graphic for me but um if you don't mind somebody puking maggots into someone's mouth, uh, you can deal with it. It's that was the grossest part. Um, the The artwork is phenomenal. If I ever meet Francesco Francovia, I'm going to ask which hand he uses to draw with, and then respectfully shake the other one because I don't want to touch the hand that makes such amazing artwork. Um, like it's lots of really cool colors. Uh, very. A lot of blues, a lot of reds, a lot of blacks. It's kind of stark. Um, The movie itself is shown like in sepia tones. So you're definitely aware that it's the movie. Uh, It's just, it's really smart. Um, I do have to apologize to Mr. Snyder because every time I hear his name, and I'm like, is that the like Snyder Cut Justice League guy? And Brian (laughs) has to. um, Ryan has to explain to me no it's not him and I mean like no offense to my godson if he ever listens to this I mean I had no intention of watching that movie so I don't know but um <laughs> like it's uh it's it's a fun comic uh I thought it was going to be ending at issue 4 it's not so I'm very excited about that and uh check it out if you can if you have comicsology unlimited it's on there just for yep. the fucking grab so that's great and uh it's uh it's A really good comic for free so you're already paying for that shit so just read it it's fun and francesco francovia is amazing the end that's my spotlight (laughs) it's a
2: good spotlight and you're right about the art so
1: (laughs) oh yeah it's it's wonderful um and i think i think the that comiXology right now has a deal with dark horse that about five months after the comic uh, ends on Comicsology, then dark horse releases a trade paperback of it
0: so <laughs> i want you, the trade of that
1: yeah so if so if you want to get it collected in hand if you're not a big digital comic person that'll be a possibility in about four or five months probably cool but darcy uh do you want to go ahead and go ahead and go next
2: sure uh mine kind of fits in the um kind of cusp between diy and um uh uh spotlight. Oh, I should the uh,
1: person.
2: You- I'm sorry. It's no big deal. Um I'm perfectly fine where I'm at. Uh it is I'm kind of highlighting a site uh or a group rather which is queerwebcomic.com uh which can be found on Gumroad. It's kind of like queerwebcomic.com hosted on Gumroad kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a Twitter at Queer Web Comic, uh, and I personally found them through uh, Annie H, which uh, they're at for NNI six, and they're a follower of, a follower of ours on Twitter, which is how I found them, as well as a contributor to the group. Um, and the group just like has a ton of uh, like comics that they highlight um, and their kind of mission statement and why they have all these books together is uh, to um, promote books that have uh, queer representation that is diverse and positive and uh, explores uh, all, all of this queer culture that doesn't, you know, like take place within this m- like general mass media kind of like dead gays queer culture that we're kind of more used to seeing so it's like there's there's not like a hundred you know comics on offer but there's quite a few um very diverse stories very diverse art styles very diverse pricing so you can get like it's Gumroad, so they have like the lowest price which is like zero dollars but you can pay what you want um, and then i think the most expensive one is 15 or something a lot of them are digital there's like two or three that have physical uh copy options um and it's just really really interesting there might be if you are like a big tapas webtoons reader you might recognize um silly ghosts which is a webtoon tapas comic by uh rv tammy and hp uh laconan um which is a webcomic a webtoon comic but also on tapas i've been reading it on webtoon um and, and yeah there's i've i read um oh god i just forgot uh Ghost Bros, which was cute. Uh, and uh, spoiler he was trans, which I, I really, really liked. Just had kind of like the story was the, the story, the character was like the main focus there. But like uh, I just like the, the the cover was really great, this like focus on the puzzle pieces and uh, the the color direction with like the sparse background and these like pops of color for like the hair and the, the, the pants and I, I, you know, you'd have yellow backgrounds every once in a while. I, I just, there's a lot of diversity in it, a lot of diverse stories. And I thought that was really interesting.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I love how like there's representation diversity. It's, it's there for the consumption and I and maybe that's a, a weird way to say it but like it's there for us it's not on anybody to educate us right like if anybody's different from you it's not the other person the other person's job to like educate the person that's unfamiliar with it. So the fact that somebody who may not be part of like the LGBTQIA plus community can read these comics see good representation of, of different types of people and can learn through that and in that kind of medium, I think is really, really, really important. You know, I've talked to Brian very recently about myself and it's like, I'm just learning more about me reading LGBTQIA plus stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. I was like, that that's kind of cool. I'm almost 40 and I'm like, oh, I'm just even discovering things about myself. So like, I think it's just very cool that now there's so much representation proper representation from people of that community to go ahead or like the different communities and they're putting it out there and absolutely. i think that's wonderful it's important
2: absolutely absolutely yeah yes. I'm, I'm hoping to get through like a lot of these i just kind of barely barely touched the surface there's one like the three heroes in the swamp prophecy which i think looks super super cute and i want to read it i just there's so much to read this you know every week and there's <laughs> a lot on here and i, I just really want to get to it so that's we'll awesome. see.
1: one of the 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 the, uh, the three heroes and the Swan Prophecy is the, the one that caught my eye when I was going through the here. It looks time.
2: really really cute. The art's great. So yeah, yeah. I want to I want to get to that one. I want to get to a lot of them. So, um, it's it's a good if you are looking for like uh queer comics. There's not a lot out there. This is like a resource for like I mm-hmm. think there's like twenty on here. They're not expensive, um, and it you know just. You're supporting really, really independent artists and creators. So go for it.
1: The, these are people who want to get their their voices out and want to help. Almost even like help people, like just mm. just you know, as well as <laughs> yeah, as well as I mean, There's there's nothing more cathartic than than writing you know like a diary or even about yourself or a story like a fictional story that kind of relates mm. to yourself I mean it, it can open up so many doors not just reading it but just writing it as well so yeah this is pretty amazing I like yep. I like uh, this is a great site and um probably going to spend the evening after we were <laughs> going through here and buying a couple a few of these because I definitely a lot of these have caught my eye
2: yeah, and- so shout again, shout out again to Annie H for uh they followed us and favored a few or liked a few of our tweets and I was like, Who is this person? So shout out to them um for oh, you. you know turning me on to this.
1: Thank you, Annie H. You're awesome. Thank you, you. Uh, you said that Annie H was a contributor to this as well.
2: Yeah, I can't remember which one. I don't okay. I think it might have been the Fifteen Diaries. Uh, but I'm not entirely sure of that. But I think I think it's the 15 Diaries. That's one I haven't. I was kind of going down the list, and I haven't made it to that one yet. Ooh,
1: that <laughs> one's like watercolors. One yeah, really it's good. it's
2: um it's a an anthology.
1: Ah, uh, okay. That looks, uh, yeah, looks really. Cool. But
2: but I'm not entirely sure. Again, I haven't made it to that one yet.
0: Really quick. This is kind of a side question. Um, have you seen that they're doing a show? based on a webtoons comic yes yes
2: they're they're doing a show based on a couple of them i think
0: okay there is one called like shadow beauty i think
2: okay it's all over
0: my it's all over my instagram and it's tripping me out and i was like oh okay i wonder if darcy knows about this
2: i have not seen that one they tried to do one based on wayne family adventures but they didn't get permission from dc before the dude started it. he just thought he was gonna make it uh which that was funny so that had to be canceled obviously wow
1: yeah you know know how how much like warner loves when someone uses their properties (laughs) without the permission Yeah.
2: That was that 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 was a big deal for like a hot second. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, really?" Because you know, if you, like, <laughs> if you like that property, you love that property, which I'm obviously one of them. Um, yeah. and so well, everybody was like super excited. Uh, yeah. but yeah, that wasn't actually a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean Wayne Family Adventures has been wonderful, and they, yeah, it would be yes. great to have like a animated or a live action or something like that. I mean absolutely but, yeah, you, you gotta go through the proper channels i'm yeah. really sorry or or you could just make the same thing but just change the names and stuff you know and just make it make it a parody or a tribute
0: you, yeah i was gonna say you can't get in trouble for that like don't uh, like basically it dep- it's like copyright infringement right it,
1: it depends on how close you get to it um as long as you change a few things a well if well, to-
0: it's called schmaine family adventures yeah, and yeah. it's yes. schmooch yeah
2: And it depends on, like, how much money you're making, how good you're doing, because I I don't think the Black Cat ever got in trouble for their comic, Um, and they did uh, uh, Batman and Sons for a long time, Um, and and that comic was great, but I never saw anybody, I I mean, maybe they were getting copyright claimed all the time behind the scenes, I don't know, but I never heard about it, and I read that comic for forever. Um, Best best batman comic ever made until playing family Adventures game along <laughs> nice in my opinion
1: <laughs> oh it's, that's been great that's and i love i mean like i i think I've, I've mentioned it before i'm like the the uh the batman fan but my my most hated character in the batman universe is batman like, I love the side characters and the Bat family so much. And, like, if I can get that without a lot of Batman, then that's what Wayne Family Adventures is kind of giving you, you know. So we'll go ahead and um, go to my spotlight now. Um, surprise, surprise. I chose Saga number 55 by Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples, and Phonographics. Uh, I'm not going to get into any plots. Uh, this takes place three years after uh, the last issue, which is appropriate, I guess. Um, uh, characters that we know and love are, are definitely here, and they've some of have grown up older, some have had some major PTSD, and they're dealing with all that um, in their own way. Um, some characters look better, some characters look worse. Um, if you're a fan of Saga, this is definitely... This could be a starting point if you just want to start reading from here. There's so much has gone on in the last 54 issues before. I I would say I wouldn't recommend it, but um, they it does a it does a well enough job to catch everyone up. Um, I don't think they assumed. I think they assume that not everyone would be crazy like uh like me and want to read every issue again before the uh, series started again so they're very gentle in our uh relaunch of the comic all right yeah um art's great obviously story is good if, if this is your thing I know that uh Darcy Carrie it's not your thing but um but yeah um I it's very graphic uh both in uh violence and uh, also in a sexual manner as well. Um, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. Um, it's a beautiful story in between all that stuff. Um, so I, it's kind of hard to, yeah, I, I would say um, if you haven't tried it before, I would say dip your toes maybe in the first couple of issues. And um,
0: that's
2: a
1: good example of how graphic the book gets. So.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad for you that it's back.
2: And I'm glad for everyone that it's back who loves it. So yes. yeah, not my thing. Yeah. But again, I'm, I'm glad for everybody that it's back, and that everybody in the world can be happy again. Apparently,
0: yeah. I was actually is- the one who got Brian into Saga. I had Very started nice. reading it, and then I realized that I I hate it. So I let <laughs> Brian read it. <laughs> <Yeah>. And I. <laughs> and
1: this is actually my first time reading it as it's coming out um i caught up in 2019 um during the hiatus like right when the hiatus began thinking that it was going to come back the the year later but then the world ended on our (laughs) side our side here so uh it took them a little bit longer than expected until they came back so uh but yeah um it is it's a fun comic um it's it'll make you cry <laughs> a lot,
0: but if you know as a plug for their bonus episodes, if that is something you feel, gentle listener, that you would be into, and you're willing, you're not, to not listen- selling it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, K- Gary got it a- down to about an hour, an hour and ten each episode. It was, it's not that it's not good, it's just not for me. Yeah, I don't. No, I, 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 I fully, I, yeah i don't like graphic sex i don't like graphic violence so i was like i checked out like what brian like four or five issues in yeah yeah. like i barely got through a lot but i mean like yeah i'm really happy that it's back i okay well um so i guess we can go on to something that i think all of
1: us agree upon um that's our main course and i We believe it was Carrie's choice. I know it was Carrie's choice. (laughs) I believe. I don't know why I'm saying it that way. Um, But it was Rassel Castle, round one, Learning the Ropes by Colleen Coover, Paul Tobin, Galador, Jeff Powell, and uh, Bones Leopard uh, helped out a little bit as well. And this is from the Vault imprint. Uh, They're all ages imprint that just began, uh, called Wonderbound, which also was where Verse came from. Um, yes. Which we, we did last season. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, some good stuff so far. So Carrie, since this was your choice, do you want to give us a quick rundown about the book?
0: Sure. Um, and also really quick. The reason I chose it was because shit's been going down in my life. So I actually had to, another book uh, chosen or and it was just a time crunch. So this is available on Comixology and um, it looked really cute. I literally judged the book by its cover um it looked fun it's all ages so i was like let's do it it's quick um and it's available for us to, like for us all to read instantaneously so it is about lydia oh gosh i don't have my notes because my phone died uh river something Riverthorn, thorn river thane. River thane. river thane river thane thank you and she's 15 yeah. and she wants um she has an older brother named john and he's 27 and there is John is the youngest instructor at Rassel Castle and Rassel Castle is what it sounds like. It is a school for like almost street fighting and he's renowned in the area. Everyone loves him. He has a beautiful family with his husband and their two daughters. He's very well esteemed. He's well liked um, Lydia is, is basically seen as the kid sister of even though she is a very good street wrestler in her own regards she is untrained um you know quote unquote like in the technical way but she practices in the woods against um escaped circus animals like she took down a bear and it's and the the fighting isn't violent, which I liked. It's very cartoony. It's very like, I'm gonna pull your hair and knock you to the ground. And it's it's not bloody or gory or anything, which I, I could get behind. And um she has some friends, Dee, who is the baker's daughter, um, Chelsea, who's a costume uh apprentice, and Nile, who's in um acting, and they're all like 14, 15, they're all like best of friends. And they've created the underground alibi network. And so what this is, is everybody uses the alibi network to cover for each other with their families because they're all doing things that their parents wouldn't approve of. Now, Lydia wants to be a wrestler. She's in the shadow of her older brother. Her parents are politicians and expect her to follow their um, footsteps. John has helped apprehend a notorious criminal named Cantrell. And Cantrell vows vengeance, uh, as he's being um, transported through the streets on john and his family. So that little scene happens, and then the kids go about their business right. So later you find out that john's been arrested for treason, essentially, and Lydia goes to visit him in the prison cell. Um, his family wants nothing. His parents want nothing to do with them because he's brought shame and dishonor upon upon their name. You know all that bullshit. Uh, Lydia visits him. She asks him, "Did you really do this?" And he says, "Yes." He confesses. So Chelsea realizes that she recognized um, Cantrell from the streets from when he was um, being transported earlier in the book. So now. They're realizing that something's amiss, that something's going on, and that John would never really commit treason, but he's been arrested and confessing for it, so something's going on. Um, Meanwhile, as a side story, Lydia's um, kind of little street fighting techniques are getting her really renowned in her own way. She's joining a lot of like these um, take down this guy and win three silver coins type of little street battles. That are like sponsored. And so she's actually able. Through a series of events. To win um, admittance into the Rassel Castle. So. uh, And everybody knows that she has talent. For this in her own regards. And so. um, The volume one. Ends with. Lydia getting into. uh, Being admitted into Rassel Castle. Um, There's. a, a, A person. Sheffield I think. Is his last name who um, realizes that Lydia is made of tough stuff and that she can um, fight on her own and that she's doing really good. So he like es- essentially like sponsors her to go into Russell Rassel castle. And, um, uh, and she stood up to her folks to say like, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to help John and, you know, and her dad's pissed off or whatever. And she, and um, it- there's actually like a really cool scene where her dad was just like, you know, you know, like wrestling's no life for my daughter but if you can fight me then i might reconsider she just fucking takes down her dad like they fight and she just knocks him to the ground and so in the next scene she's like doing her own wrestling thing so it's pretty cool because um even in this like short little like 90 pages there i felt like there was a lot of character development of the um of, of lydia you see everything that her and her friends go through and um You know, there's a little bit of like a little puppy love romance possibly in the background, which is always kind of nice, I think. And um, it's like a fantasy world, but I almost feel like it's modern because the clothes are throwing me off again. Um, Chelsea wears a very modern outfit, so I don't know what time period this is supposed to be. It's um,
2: kind of it read very much to me like JRPG kind of where it's okay fantasy but you've got the character who wears like Lolita clothing or okay, who yeah. also carries a gun kind of thing. Yeah,
0: okay. Okay, yeah, that's that, that makes complete sense. But um it, it uh I don't know. I was really happy with reading it. I thought it was really good. Um I actually the artwork and the lettering and everything flowed really um, easily for me. I know I've said in past episodes that depending on um, the way the letters are or the colors or the way that it's drawn, like sometimes it hurts my eyes. Um, this one was very bright. Uh, Lydia's a redhead, so it's her brother. There's a lot of reds and oranges in it. Um, it was very easy for me to look at, even though it was digital, Um I thought the lettering was really good and it was like spaced well. Uh, I thought the story was cute. And I think if anybody has ever had an older sibling who like really rocks at something and you're not as good, uh, that really struck a fucking chord with me. And I really like, I felt that in my shit. Like I was like, Oh man, I I get being the little sister of somebody who's very popular in whatever they do. Joey if you're listening, you know, it's about you, that what I'm saying. But uh, but yeah, like it was uh it's uh really I just thought it was cute. It's I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean, and actually I will read volume 2. I'm not just like, you know, bullshitting and saying that. Like I'll read volume 2 cuz I want to see what happens. And I I hope I hope she gets her brother out of prison. That's that's it was it I got a little confused. Okay, so part of the story, they also give like these little, um you know, when we were little, most of us they character had like,
2: cards.
0: yeah, character cards. So be like, oh, you know, so and so age, whatever. These are their hit, whatever their hit points or whatever. So like, all of a sudden, all these fucking new characters were getting yeah. introduced towards the the last third of the book, and I'm like i got really confused i was like where are why why is everyone here but i understand that it's part of the story but i was also very confused as to like okay who's calling who to what
1: yeah so Everyone's... i
0: kind of want to see that the pacing on that i thought was strange because all of a sudden i was getting hit with a bunch of new people
1: yeah yeah you're you're getting okay here comes a new challenger kind of thing going on yes the, yeah whole book um but um but no, I mean, there was one where that person literally died two pages later. That was kind of confusing to me. Like, we like, we get their 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 story, and all of a sudden they're gone. Um, and but then, um, but I think towards the end, what it was is that we get introduced to who the big bad's going to be during the entire series, and then okay. you, you meet their three, um, his three like hench people essentially oh okay and they're the ones that are yeah they're the ones that are are taking down they're they're basically taking down the castle from inside or the kingdom
0: yeah okay
1: so so yeah it was that part was kind of clunky i do agree um because um you know like we're getting you know you know this is a 90 page book and we're getting introductions you know 75 pages in so it's like that was yeah kind of an interesting pacing issue. But aside from that, um, I, I, I overall thought it was pretty good. Um, Darcy, what, what did you think?
2: I didn't have a problem with the pacing. I didn't have a problem with kind of any of that. It was laid out. It was kind of, this is a thing I've heard quite a lot said by quite a lot of people. Um, and this is a very much more straightforward version of it. You can tell that writing for fantasy has changed in a lot of ways and it has gone the direction where uh, y- writing looks a lot more like a video game oh, it's this oh. is this okay. is very directly video game writing uh, it's not just it looks like a video game because it's supposed to be video game style. You've got the character cards, um, but like the pacing of it is video game pacing. If you are used to playing something like Final Fantasy, or for me, I'm a big Tales fan. Uh, this is pace like the setup for the beginning of Um, A Tales video game, like that whole setup, walking around town, doing town stuff in your hometown. Like it feels exactly like that first beginning, first hour, hour and a half of that game. All of the grinding to level up in the woods next to your hometown. All of that feels like a JRPG. Um, So the pacing wasn't weird for me. Um, and, and that's a criticism you hear about a lot of, of fantasy writing from, like, older fantasy readers or older fantasy writers about, like, new stuff. This, it it feels less bad because it is a, I mean, it's designed to be a beat-em-up, basically. It's designed yep. to, to work like a game situation. It's a competition. Uh, you have those your main three like sub bad guys on the borderlands taking out like villages that are going to work their way inside you've got your main guy trying to take down the rassel castle it's operating exactly like you would expect an rpg to to work
1: i Darcy you've actually made me like this book even more than I already did I already like the book a lot because (laughs) I totally get that I I I was looking at it in the view of like kind of standard fantasy slash Mm. um I was looking at it I've been watching a lot of westerns and and samurai movies lately and it definitely has that has completely different pacing (laughs) than Mm. than this so I think that's what I was expecting but Mm. but yeah as a as a huge RPG fan as well I could totally no. You put it right in its place. I totally get it now. And I yeah. and I I do actually enjoy it even more than I did before. Um, yeah, so. I,
2: I think it's just like what you're going in prepared to read. Like it it doesn't read like a, a verse, right? Verse reads more like fantasy fantasy. This yes. reads more like video game fantasy. And mm-hmm. and so it's just what you're prepared for. Yeah. But I I, for me, it felt very much comfort foodish. I don't really when I read I don't prefer video game fantasy like it's I prefer verse like I prefer reading that style of fantasy. That's what Mm -hmm. I prefer. But the art in this was so good and so cute. And the characterizations were so good and so cute. So so this was really like settling down with it once I sat down was like, okay, this is obviously like perioding a video game. I get it. It's a JRPG and it's like mortal mortal combat, you know, put a lid on it as a wrestling move. I got it. I'm here for yeah.
1: it. And the um, slap I love the slap-a-linch. Right,
2: Right. Like, here for it. Art's yeah. adorable, colors are great, vibrant, beautiful. You got that woman on the borderlands using sand and wearing modern clothing. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Here for yeah. it. I know where I'm at in my head. If, if I hadn't been able to find that balance, I think I would have hated it. Like, if if I didn't have JRPG in my head, if I was a strict fantasy reader trying to come in with this as a, like, strict fantasy person, I think I would have been like, what? Uh-huh. Um, because I think that would have messed up with my fantasy head. Um, but I'm not. I You know, I, I do video games. I've got it. So I liked it a lot. It was very comfort food for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was um no, I really liked it. I'm glad you I'm glad everybody liked it. 'Cause I'm always really afraid sometimes. But yeah, it's uh it was super cute. It's, I liked yeah. it. No, and, I didn't like
2: the bubbles.
0: The bubbles. The bubbles. Oh, the, like the, the word, word bubbles?
2: bubbles? I didn't.
0: Yeah If I
2: I'm can... gonna be critical, I didn't like yeah. the word bubbles. The 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 Lines into the word bubbles, the fact that they didn't stop, the fact that they were little hooks into the word bubbles. I didn't like oh, that. Oh, okay. Was I was like, yeah. clean that up. I get that the rest of it was kind of sketchy, but I was like, clean up. The word bubble. <laughs> 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 I don't know why that got on my nerves so much. Like, I, you know, I read plenty of stuff with like that's completely DIY that people are like hand drawing word bubbles, but for some reason, the fact that it was the same. You know, it was obviously a copy and paste word bubble. So I would, like, <laughs> clean that up. Just make it yeah. a regular, stupid word bubble. I have no funny. idea why that got on my nerves. Like, I, I, the rest of the book, I'm like, this is fun. I really like it. It's a JRPG. And, you know, it's like <laughs> reading a Tales game. Uh, I was like, why is this word bubble so ugly?
0: <laughs> That's funny. I don't even think I paid attention to that. <laughs> and it's I'm so playing, stupid. That's, it's the that's dumbest
2: thing.
1: <laughs> that's all I can see. Um, <laughs> no, um, no. We talk about it being a video game uh, kind of thing. I, I now that I'm, I, now that I'm in that mindset, I'm almost like wanting to see what the the uh, joystick movement and like the button pressing would be for like these special mm-hmm. moves. Like oh, I'm
2: surprised there wasn't on the character yeah. cards
1: yeah that's like, really fun especially if there were like a callback to like classic like like a like video game is like a hadouken or something like, like up or. up
0: down down whatever whatever yeah yeah yeah
1: exactly um but um my my favorite thing about this um i loved the type of comp the type of competitor that lydia is um she's 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 competing mainly against herself and that was really nice because, like, a lot of times you get like these like cross the rival kind of stories, and like, you know, I want to be the the best. And I just gotta beat everyone up. And like, there's a put there's a point in this book where Lydia meets her match, and she gets her butt kicked by another wrestler, and she just is like, "That was awesome! <laughs> like, yeah. I love what you did! <laughs> like, like, yeah!" And like, I just I absolutely adored that because, you know, it's like it's just like she's like now you're some now you're in a new like plateau that i have to reach like like it's not it's not like oh i'm going you know like you know you're now my rival because you beat me it's more like i have to just get better so you, know, yeah. you showed me that i have to get better
0: yeah she i think the line that she uses is i have another mountain to climb exactly yeah so. which is pretty yeah it was yeah. pretty cool but yeah it was good i like the artwork i did too I-
1: yeah I, I i love i love the the artwork it you know has kind of a you know a, just like you were saying like kind of a video gaming because it's like kind of a semi anime semi manga feel to it but it still feels western at the same time the colors are wonderful so so yeah and like this these side characters even the mom and dad who were the most antagonistic of like the book were were still you know palatable they were still they were still nice and and I, I, even though I did cheer when when Lydia beat up her dad,
0: I didn't think the parents were nice at all. I thought they were well, stupid. Yeah, I was about
2: to say they well, were kind of awful. Well, yeah, I,
0: they were good.
2: I, I feel because they didn't okay. support their son. They didn't want her to. They didn't support her. When she yeah. Paid. The the son's in prison. They're not even talking about him. They don't talk about him the whole time. He's super famous. They can't be asked about him. They can't be asked about their son-in-law. They can't be asked about their grandchildren. Uh-huh. Um, they I just want the her to go that, into politics.
1: I get the vibe that, that they're on their own road to redemption as well. And I think it was that wrestling match that proved it to me that they're going to go through their own shit and they're going to get better
0: towards the
2: team. Yeah, I get, mean... At this they, point, they could only get better. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I think I think you're right in that respect. But I think everything that they've shown thus far, they've been pretty horrible people yeah. to their kids. True. Definitely.
2: You know? Sorry For a while, got I was wondering if, like, they were... If the whole brother thing was, like, a brother in arms or some something. Because I was like, is that their son? Like... Do they acknowledge him? Did something yeah. happen? Because they were never talking about him. I like he didn't exist.
1: Been, I actually thought they might have been behind him getting arrested at first.
2: Yeah. You know? they, they were awful. I did yeah. not like them.
0: I
1: think yeah, my volume three will love them. We'll see what happens. My volume
0: three will love them? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give them the Jamie Lannister. I mean, that's always <laughs> awful. Yeah.
1: So... My, my I did
0: love up. I did love how um Chelsea got mad at Lydia at the beginning for all the puns.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: as a hater of puns, I really appreciated that and um mm-hmm. as uh the flirting part with um Largo, I don't know if Largo and Dee were related, but it oh, was yes. very they they were working together in the in the bakery and that was and they uh And D made Largo flirt with uh, practice flirting with Lydia. That was pretty hilarious. It was so awkward and
2: terrible at us. Yeah, they were.
0: And the my favorite part was Lydia was like, "Oh, when I I, one time I shoved my my you know my fist down a wolf's throat, and you make me feel like that. It felt weird. (laughs) It's like that's awful, but it's so good."
2: that's 100% one of those, oh, this is a mission you have to do. Choose one of these three options and you choose the worst one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. It's pretty funny. So the the tea party would be over if this was Fire Evelyn Three Houses. Oh, my gosh. After, I love that. that <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, before we put a lid on this, uh, do you guys have Cute.
2: I don't think so. No.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, overall, good all ages book. Get definitely I two for two by this new imprint from um, from Vault. Yeah, Wonderbound's pretty great. Yeah, um, I I already found Vault as a as a sign of quality. Like if it basically, mm. I'll try to read every number one from from both Vault and Boom, and 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 now I know too. Like even though it's an imprint, Wonderbound is also a sign of quality. So i'll probably be doing the same thing when, when they come out with graphic novels and everything because you'll probably be hearing about them a lot on this podcast going forward oh cool well speaking about the podcast we have reached the end of the show thank you to everyone as always for listening to our show and email us any questions or comments at comics is are better at gmail.com our instagram and twitter is cdbpod I also we also have a new place you can follow us. That's good pods and we're also at CDB Pod with them as well. Uh, thank you, Darcy for setting that up.
2: No problem. Uh, it is something if you haven't gotten on it. It's kind of a interesting site to get on. You can engage with uh, it's kind of really good for independent podcasts, which we are. and you can engage with like episodes individually as well as us. Uh, it's kind of like social media for podcasts, like Goodreads for podcasts. So, hey, Hmm. jump on if you would like to. Very
1: cool. Sounds very cool. Come on there. We'll talk to you. Um, Our website is comicsesarebetter.wordpress.com. You can suggest a new episode subject going forward. Um, Well, you can now, but they could be a, a subject for us going forward. Um, Darcy, where could we also find you on the internet?
2: I am on Twitter at books underscore serial, and I've got a website books and serial uh, And I am currently listening to and writing about Charlie Chan.
0: Ooh. Oh,
1: cool. Very nice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've seen movies. I've never, I, I know they started out as a radio drama, mm-hmm. but I've they never, started never... out as a book but oh, as books. okay
2: but yeah. yeah there was radio drama as well as films
1: yeah i that, that's really awesome that mm-hmm. um that, that's pretty cool and um so i speak about cool stuff no i'm just joking um, i'm available i'm available um at brian 2814 on twitter uh Bridgen your wife was that i didn't say anything i didn't say anything i didn't say anything (laughs) okay well i'm bryjan uh 2814 at twitter and bryjan underscore cb dot instagram or on instagram um continue my my clash album thing where we've reached death or glory which is my personally my favorite song on the album so only way to go is down um (laughs) (laughs) well um next episode we actually have some changes going on um i don't know if i'm going to spoil them here but please uh kind of check out our next episode you'll probably also hear about it on our socials too coming up um there's gonna be a slight change in the podcast and it's a good change a very good change and if you
0: that's
1: listen to very good change yeah if you listen to um some recent episodes you can probably guess what the change is gonna be what the addition is going to be if I, if, I, if I can say it that way um my uh, okay that's about it for us um so for darcy and carrie i'm brian and this has been the comics deserve better podcast and remember comics deserve better and everyone deserves comics good night or day or morning or wherever you are.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> bye <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs>